0: Everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Balkan Bread podcast. My name is Amina, and thank you guys so much for being here. If you're new here, we are a clothing brand, but we do a lot of other cool things like having this podcast. We have a YouTube channel, literally a million things going on um, at the same time, which is super exciting. And one thing that has always been really important to me since starting this brand is to just make sure that everyone's stories are heard. So, as diaspora, you know, we kind of live in the margins, being from somewhere else, living in a completely different country, and we've all gone through our unique, you know, share of experiences. So it's really interesting to hear from you guys and just hear from people who are literally all throughout the world. Um, just things that they've accomplished, that kind of thing. So. Basically, the goal for this podcast is to introduce um, these different connections and people who are in completely different industries. Um, So I'm not just going out and interviewing people who are doing something similar to me. Um, It's quite the opposite. And really, for anyone out there who's listening, if you're interested in pursuing a different, you know, career path or you know, changing it up, or you're just curious about something, I'm hoping that, you know listening to one of these episodes kind of gets you to that right person. So we do have, I think, over 50 different episodes that you guys can listen to right now. So, Feel free after this episode to kind of scroll and see if there are any other episodes that pique your interest. So for this podcast episode, I'm super excited. I have my friend Maida on the show today, and she is the founder of a woman's fitness brand based in Canada called Women Who Lift. So we're super excited to have her on. We're going to be talking about weightlifting, gym intimidation, all kinds of fun stuff. So welcome to the show, Maida. I'm going to let you just kind of tell us a little bit more about yourself and your story.
1: Sure. So um, as you said, my name is Maida. I'm the owner of Women Who Lift. Um, It's a brand that started officially a year ago, but kind of was in the works for the past three years. Um I've been a trainer for eight years. Like you've mentioned, I am in Canada from Toronto and I'm I'm here and ready to go. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for
0: being on the podcast. And I'm really interested just to hear a little bit more about your story because, you know, I myself I've been getting more and more into fitness over the past couple of years and really just you know learning about different i guess like myths that there are out there things that aren't necessarily mm-hmm. true and then also how to be consistent how to kind of establish this sense of discipline within yourself which i think is you know a lot of the battle you know is just getting out there and doing it versus sitting here and you know planning out everything i think that's just kind of like a small percentage of it so how long have you lived in canada and where are you originally from
1: yeah so i've lived in canada since 94 and originally um, i was born in feodor in bosnia and then went to slovenia for two years and then we came to canada um and yeah i've been i've been here ever since when did
0: you get into the whole i guess fitness world and i know you're a personal trainer so how long Mm -hmm. have you been doing that for?
1: Yeah, so growing up, I played a lot of sports. And then when I was, when it was time to go to school, I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. Like, I know I want something to do with physical activity and, you know, moving around, something that wasn't like a desk job. So then I went to a fitness and health program here in Toronto. And I did my, I think it was called, this is so long ago, to be honest. I think the program was called Fitness and Health Promotion. And I just sort of started getting into fitness through then. So even before I went to school, I didn't really work out. I only played sports. So I started working out through then. And then I started personal training as a side job, just, you know, to get experience and to see what that sort of career would be like. And it's just something that I really gravitated towards. And I didn't expect it to, you know what I mean? I always thought I would do something in terms of sports but not exactly like the gym and fitness. So it's been, like you said, it's been about eight years since I've been a personal trainer. And I I consider myself very lucky because I love my job, love my clients, and enjoy doing it every single day.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I think having that foundation, you know, just being an athlete, I'm sure there's so many different things that you learned, um, especially depending on what kind of sports you were playing growing up. So I think kind of taking that and putting it into, you know, these kind of actionable things, like creating these different programs for people and really helping them out, like you have that experience already, which I think is really important. Um, Obviously, anyone can go out there and, you know, try to do this and get certified. But I think like having that foundation is really important. Um, It just kind of helps me like trust that person even more that I'm like, training with um, because I think mm-hmm. that's really important too. I mean, we'll get into it talking a little bit more about just how you're working with clients and just some of the different things that you do. But like you mentioned, this all kind of started, I guess, as a, an accident in a way. Um, I use the term <laughs> accident roughly because I feel the same way. It's like, I never thought I was going to, you know, make clothes and sell them. I ended up working in retail like all throughout college and that's actually where I learned so much about, I would say the customer service side of things. And then it was really just a matter of me doing research and trying different things out, seeing what would work, seeing what didn't work. And that's kind of where we are today. But yeah, I never like would have thought that would have happened while I was in college. Um, You know, I kind of saw myself just working at a marketing job, an agency, something to that extent, but things have definitely changed a lot. So when did you, you know, first become interested in, I guess, getting certified as a personal trainer and, you know, pretty much just turning this into, you know, a business?
1: Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was, I got certified through school, so that was a little bit easier, so it wasn't like I had to go on my, on my own and, you know, get certified and do it separately, I, I was lucky enough to do everything through school and learn a lot, um, and that's the thing also, you kind of mentioned that it's like it's so easy for people to, you know, become a personal trainer and do like a weekend course and things like that, um, but it's, it's good, like, this is such an evolving business, or, or not business, um, industry, So things are always changing. Like I remember seeing videos of myself when I first started teaching certain exercises or um, teaching clients and just doing like promo videos. And I look back at those videos and I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing that so wrong. Like that that looks terrible now. And like, it's such an industry that changes, you know, with science and stuff. So it's something you definitely want to always continue with your education, especially if you're trying to, you know, work with clients and help people's lives um so it's it like I said I got certified through school and just since then been learning through courses through experience because I feel like through experience I've learned way more than any textbook could have ever you know taught me because you know everybody and everybody is different so you really have to reflect on their capabilities their restrictions their injuries their lifestyle their support system or lack thereof or whatever the case may be every client is like a fresh slate and you have to like learn from them so that they can learn from you you know what I mean so um, it's definitely something that to this day I'm still learning even though I was certified like eight I think eight years ago
0: yeah and is that something that you have to renew like every year is it one of those things or you just oh yeah you have it okay cool i figured yeah yeah i think sometimes like you said you know just learning from experience is the most valuable thing because there's literally, you know, like you said, no textbook that's gonna tell you, you know, how you should go about doing this. And I always tell people, and I always encourage them to just get out there and, you know, try different things and kind of see what works best for you. Um, because, you know, you'll come to find you try a lot of things until you actually end up on that one thing that, you know, you're passionate about, but you're also really good at. And it's like finding that sweet spot of these different interests that you have because i met a lot of people and they have you know they're very multi-passionate individuals which i think is awesome but at the same time it's like you kind of have to narrow in on the one thing that you're really good at and focus on that thing at least that's kind of how i like to look at it so definitely makes sense that you were already kind of going to school in this you know similar kind of field and learning about it and things like that so Did you find, um, I'm just, this is like off the cuff, not on the questions, but I was curious, like, did you find in your program and just from getting certified, was it really male dominated, like in the beginning, or did you find that it was like pretty equal?
1: Um, I'm trying to think back to school. I feel like for school, it was more half and half-ish, if I remember correctly. But definitely in the industry, it is very male dominated. And that's something I've noticed right at the beginning. Because, you know, even like males want to work out with males, right? Even some females want to work out with males. And it's like the female personal trainers or anybody in the fitness industry, like, I feel like you almost have to work that much harder to show people that you're legit and you know your stuff. Like, because, like I said, guys want to work with guys. They think they know the gym. They think they know the weights. They they think, you know, just because a guy looks buff that they know how to work out. And let me tell you, sometimes I would see some guys work out at the gym, and I'm just there like, no, I'm sorry, you're not doing that right. And it's it's definitely a male-dominated industry. Um, So that's why, you know, as we'll get to, the brand is... um definitely something that's going to help women make more of a stance or make more of a mark in the industry to be like hey no like we know what to do in the gym too we know how to lift we know you know science-based information like we're let's try to mix it up so it's more 50 50 or whatever the percentage is I don't know
0: yeah and I like how you mentioned the you know relying on science, because that's really what it all comes down to. Um, there's this YouTuber that I've been watching, and she's really different in the sense that, you know, there's all these, you know, athletes who are like sponsored by Gymshark, and you know, this is what they're doing, and you know, da, 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 and I've watched the videos, and it's like, okay, you know, yeah, there's some foundations like of a healthy lifestyle, but the one thing that really stood out, stood out about this particular YouTuber is that she created all these programs and everything was based like very scientific and she was really going into it like in detail like you know this is why your body does this and this is you know the science behind why certain people you know get abs easier than other people and just different things like that that I feel like a lot of these other resources kind of fail to acknowledge you know like they're showing you workouts but they're not really going like into the nitty gritty of what you're actually doing so and i think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of intimidation i guess too if you're i'm just using gym as an example obviously you can do you know whatever workouts you enjoy doing that's completely fine but since we're talking specifically about lifting we're talking about the gym so i think there's a lot of i guess like misconceptions like one thing is that people always think that maybe you're um that other people are staring at you when you're working out and like Mm -hmm. everyone's looking at you and I definitely felt that like when I first started going to the gym seriously I think it was probably in 2018 like end of 2018 that's when I was like okay I want to try something different you know I did a lot of the boutique like studio fitness classes like I did pure bar I did soul cycle I did all those things and you know that's great but i wanted something else like I knew there was more out there and I was like you know it's nice to get into a class and have someone tell you what to do but at the same time I was like I kind of want to try making my own workouts and seeing what happens mm-hmm. but yeah I definitely felt that I was like there is no way I can go into the weightlifting room like ugh, I was like oh my god I'm just gonna stick to you know these two machines and then slowly but surely I was like okay I mean, that's not how you're gonna build muscle you know like cardio is great and everything but like that's not what you're here to do and so that's when I slowly started incorporating you know just free weights into my workouts and then changing things up and that's really when you start to see a lot of the progress but yeah I would always think that people were like you know watching to see me like mess up or something it's like literally Mm -hmm. no one cares everyone's in there doing their own thing and if they're staring at you you know I wouldn't even know because when I go work out, like, I'm just focused on myself. And I think that's the way it should be. Like, I'm not looking at what other people are doing. Like, honestly, I'm really
1: not. I attention at all. So. For sure. And that's the thing. Like, that's sort of why how this started or this brand started. It's I would always see women, you know, when they did go to the gym, which first of all, again, like you mentioned, and you hit the nail bang on there's a lot of intimidation, right? There's a lot of intimidation because, you know, from the perspective of the client and the gym goer, the weight room is a male dominated area, right? So there's a lot of intimidation going in. So knowing that, and when I did see women in the weight room or at the gym, it was mostly cardio. It was mostly lightweight. It was a lot of unsure of myself, you know, vibes coming from, um from it coming from them and it would be like okay I'm gonna take up pick up my weights, and I'm gonna go in the studio or I'm gonna go work out in the corner or I'm gonna you know stick to the one machine I know how to work and then I'm gonna go home and or do cardio right so you can really pick up on those habits when you pay attention especially because it's like that happens so often excuse me um that happens so often that um it's, it was very noticeable. So it's like, okay, wait, like the reason why it feels intimidating and the reason why we feel so unsure of ourselves is because we don't have the right education. We don't have the right resources. We don't have, you know, maybe even just confidence in ourselves yet to be like, oh, I can do this too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, that's kind of why I wanted to also start this brand and just, I, I want it to be very educational based so that when, a woman goes to the gym she's like like you said I'm not paying attention to anybody else because I know what I'm here for I know what I'm doing I don't have to like question myself or be intimidated because I know how to do this machine or I know how to do use the free weights or whatever the case may be there's that built up confidence and just that knowledge and background for you to be like okay like this is where this is what I should do next and then you just kind of go for it
0: yeah I think that's important because once you start to learn you know how to use the certain machines and things it becomes so much easier because you're like oh yeah I know I'm doing this correctly you know I can do this you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. so I guess that it's a good segue into just talking about the brand. So, can you tell us a little bit more about Women Who Lift? So, obviously, we mm-hmm. talked about the inspiration behind the name, but just the mission of your company and anything else that you think our listeners should know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, like, I'm a very minimalistic, simple person. So, I think just the name itself, like, I wanted it to be easy and just but also like powerful to be like, okay, this is a statement. Like this is like, whoa, you know, it's it's not, it's simple, but it's not simple, right? Um, and I think that our goal is just to, like I already mentioned, like education first and then go into, you know, your, your PRs, your heavy lifting, your whatever, because trust me, like I've been working out for a while now. I would probably say for the first two years, Of me going to the gym I did a lot of things wrong so it's like I would hate for people to one waste all that time at the gym when they could have so much more progression and gains um, if they just knew the right things and just you know reduce your risk of injury know how to do things feel that confidence like it's not just being in the gym and lifting in the gym it's like I also want there to be that increased confidence, increased self-esteem outside of the gym, right? And it's like, it translates to, okay, let me try this new PR for squat. And then you do it and, and then you accomplish it. You just feel so much better about yourself that maybe, you know, you go home and then you're like, you know what, let me apply to this new position or new job in my company. Whereas you wouldn't have done that before because maybe you weren't confident enough. Maybe you didn't believe in yourself, but I feel like Lifting weights helps us pursue other things in our life that we didn't think we could do. So it's like it's just I feel like a big lifestyle and life-changing thing that can happen for a lot of women if they had the right information and if they really believed they could do it. Because, like we've already mentioned, it is very intimidating, right? So um, they just gotta they gotta try. They gotta go to the right source and and do it for themselves
0: yeah absolutely and i think a lot of people are like well you know i'm not an athlete or i never you know played sports or did these Mm -hmm. things and i think that's honestly just an excuse you know you can still get out there you can still try and of course it might take a little bit longer and you're going to learn more but you know that's kind of the beauty of it and I like Mm -hmm. how you mentioned how it's not just, you know, all about the physical, like it very much so is a mental thing. There are so many studies that I've seen out there just talking about how like running, for example, like a lot of that really is mental. Like, of course, there's the physical component, but a lot of it is in your head. And I think that's really interesting because like you mentioned, you know, just lifting weights and hitting these goals and accomplishing that can also translate into other aspects of our life I think that's really important to mention because when you work out in general like no matter what workout you do um, if you're doing something that you truly enjoy and if you're pushing yourself you know as needed as necessary you're going to feel so much better about yourself and you're going to feel like super accomplished like honestly there's really nothing better than just waking up, going to the gym first thing, like getting your workout out of the way, and like you're done. You're like, okay, awesome. I can go and do these five other things on my to do list. Like that's how I feel, at least, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I'm superwoman. Like let's go, let's do these other things. So I think there really is a huge mental kind of component to it as well, and just a confidence booster in general, which is really important. Um, and I'm sure you've worked with a bunch of different clients and just I don't know if there's any like particular stories um things that you've come across like anything in particular that's really inspirational like maybe someone you know started this program or they were just kind of unsure about it and didn't really believe in themselves and then just kind of seeing them blossom into something different so I don't know if you have anything like in particular that you can think of
1: um honestly like there's so many just because there's so many girls that I still keep in touch with that, you know, started this program three years ago and I'll still check in and be like, Hey, like, how are you doing? And, you know, are you still working out? Are you lifting? Like what's going on? We'll we'll become a lot closer just through the program. They'll meet other friends through it as well. Um, but there is, there is one actually that I can think of. And again, she was probably like an OG, like very first class that I did, um, And then, you know, she just constantly would say, like, anytime she would, like, write a review or talk about it or, you know, talk to other people about the class and the brand, she would just be like, I've gained so much self-confidence through this. You know, her her goal was weight loss. She ended up losing, I want to say, 30 pounds through lifting mostly. She still did cardio and obviously ate well, um, but every, there's always, there's not one component. It's all, um, like a package deal sort of and then she even started her own I think it was like a protein donut side business that she started on her own and it's like she was so invested in the lifestyle that you know she met all these great friends through the gym and the program she started a protein donut business she just feels more confident about herself there's so many things that just from her that I can say were such positives and great things that I'm like okay this is like awesome and that's how I that's kind of at the very beginning I was like wow okay this is pretty cool like I don't know if I mentioned this already but to me when I first started it's like okay fitness I'm going to make people look better and be healthy but it's so much more than that as well right like you're you're almost really changing people's lives and just how they feel about themselves and the relationship with themselves the relationship with their with their um with food and you know it's it's just positive in so many aspects that there's there's so many stories I can probably think of that one just sticks out to me because this is someone I still train and keep in touch with so I've seen her journey over the past few years or past three years um but yeah like I if to anybody listening honestly or to the woman pick up a weight like I promise you it'll change your life
0: (laughs) I love that. No, it sounds like she really, she really embraced, you know, everything that you were kind of talking about. And I think that's awesome because it's hard, like when you first start out, obviously, because you don't really, you feel like you really don't know what you're doing at all. <laughs> you're just like, okay, oh, definitely. Let's go work out. Let's see how this is going to go. And it's all about taking those like little steps and eventually you'll start to see progress. But like you said, you know, it's not just about going super hard at the gym and working out a bunch. It's also, you know, about what you put in your body and other things that you're doing, you know, um, to make sure that you're staying sane. Like a lot of that has, you know, direct correlation. Like, you know, if you're not getting enough sleep, like that's definitely going to affect, you know, your journey and losing weight or, you know, building muscle or whatever your specific goals kind of focus on. So, I think that's really awesome that you get to see people's journeys because it's not just something that I think a lot of people think, you know, okay, I can do this program and like, I'll be super fit in like a month or two. And, you know, you'll see progress, but I think a lot of it is really long-term and it's about creating these habits that are going to last. And it's not just about going out and trying like, some new i don't know like how they had all the different like fad diets before and i'm sure there's other things too just you know whatever trendy things that people are doing but it's really about creating things that are going to you know last in your life and i think that's really important like i um, my co-worker that i used to work with at my old job um, before i started doing balkan bread full time she would always have these like super greens in the morning and it looks disgusting and I always ask her what what is that and she's like oh it's greens like it's so good she was very like health conscious and you know just very Mm -hmm. like which was good because I think she exposed me to a lot of different things too and so it's funny because I was thinking I will never drink that like I just started working out and things like that too I was like oh I don't know about that and then literally probably like don't know five or six months later i was like you know i should just try it and see like can't be too bad so i bought it and of course it didn't taste very good but i found a way to make it like i'll just add some ice and some lemon in it and it's the first thing i drink in the morning just mix it with water and honestly that i do that every morning now like that's something that i have just incorporated in my routine because it makes me feel that much better and it just kind of Mm -hmm. starts your day off on the right foot like I cannot and I don't understand how people do this like I really don't get it like I'm so thirsty when I wake up I have to drink like an entire thing of water and some people I feel like they just go straight for coffee and I'm like that is a terrible idea for me like that will not go well like I have to hydrate like I don't know anyway
1: (laughs) but um, for sure and just also like like you mentioned it's like people think that you know fitness or even health is something that they do short term they do you know a a eight week program for example or three month program or whatever but it's like no this is something that it's like it has to be a lifestyle you're in it for the long haul this is a marathon not a sprint this is something that it's like it's not just oh once you reach your goal you stop you still gotta work to keep that goal (laughs) you know what I mean so that every, anytime somebody does one of my courses, I'm like, listen, I'm not going to tell you in eight weeks, you're going to lose weight. I'm not going to tell you you're going to see your abs. I'm not going to tell you any of those things that people try to like get you to join, to sign up. This is something I want you to learn habits with and learn, you know, technique, learn whatever it is you want to, to you know, ask questions about. I want you to learn after these eight weeks so that you understand what it is you have to do. the rest of your life because you know it's not something that you can stop doing right and you have to find that enjoyment in that journey it can't be something where it's like it's making you miserable like i told girls i was like listen if you finish this class and you find out that you hate lifting weights as much as it pains me to say then don't lift weights go rollerblading go you know, rock climbing, find an, a hobby that keeps you active and healthy and that you enjoy. Because if you don't enjoy it, you're not gonna do it for, for long term. So, you know, as much as I try to promote weightlifting, which there's so many benefits to, I literally told them I was like, if you hate it, I'm sorry, but find something else to do. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's it's a lifestyle and you want to enjoy it as well. But that being said, Letting waking like badass, we'll do it.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, I, I think you're 100% right because you can't force someone to do something that they genuinely like hate. Like it's just that's not yeah. they're going to, you know work on your goals and do these different things and it's just like no you, you can try different things and of course give everything a chance and give it some time but if you find that you're sure. miserable like it's it's not worth it you know find something else and I think that's really important whenever people ask you know well what are you doing or what's your routine or what have you done and it's kind of like just exposing them to different things and seeing what they like and I'm like you know mm-hmm. you have to do this if you you know would rather go on you know a five mile bike ride like if that's what you want to do go for it you know I don't think I'm that kind of person but maybe that's what you like to do so it's kind of finding that you know thing that you really enjoy so very important but going back to weightlifting what are some common mistakes you see um women making like I guess when they first get into lifting
1: Mm -hmm. oh man that's a really good question so there's, there's definitely a couple. So one is definitely improper form. Um, I, see, I see a lot of girls do squats wrong and just do a lot of exercises, wrong lunges, you know, back exercises. So I think form is definitely something I see people do wrong a lot. And it's one of the main reasons that, like, people don't see progress. Um, I've seen lots of people go to the gym like two for two, three years, and they still look the same. And it's like, mm, it's either your workout or your recovery or your diet, but you you should have progress by now, right? Um, definitely, women tend to use lighter weights. And it's just something that's like ingrained in our brains from, I guess, society where it's like, oh, if you lift heavy, you're gonna look bulky, and you're gonna look like a dude. And, you know, you're not gonna look feminine and all those things and that could not be further from the truth so you know lifting light has definitely its benefits and there's it's like it's not a bad thing to do right Mm -hmm. but you won't see as much progress if you do that for too long our body just adapts really really well um and let me see I don't even know what's the third one um you know what, another, this one's actually not weight training related, but it, or directly related, but it's related, usually, um, women tend to eat too little, or diet too much, and then they don't see the muscle growth they want, Um, that's not always the case for everybody, of course, but I do know, like, even working with clients, they're always, you know, oh, I have to eat less carbs, or I'm trying to eat less, because I'm trying to lose weight, and yada, yada, and I'm like, no, like, you should actually be eating more, like, think of your body as a machine, you have to give it fuel, you have to give it the right type of fuel, right, um, and a lot of times, I just get, oh, but that's, and you know, I'm eating too much, or um, whatever the case may be, they tend to eat too little to see too much growth, and then it does, like, hinder their progress as well, Um so I guess I would say those are the main, main things, but so there's definitely a big a big list because like I said I was one of those people where I didn't really I didn't see progress for, for two years I was strong like I remember squatting a lot of weight but did I see the definition in my legs that I wanted to not quite because I wasn't using the right muscles right back to improper form um like I, I was there so I know when I've seen it through clients and just through observing other women at the gym so that's why it's important to get the right information
0: right and like you said you don't want to waste your time while you're working out for sure so it's like you also don't want to injure yourself you know so you want to make sure that you're doing it correctly and I don't know how other people are but I definitely like I would just YouTube everything or like on Instagram I would just save a bunch of different workouts from people Mm -hmm. that I've trusted and when I first started going, I would literally just go in the gym. If I, if I forgot how to do something, I would just pull out, you know, Instagram, the workout and basically, you know, just reference it real quick and then do the, you know, move or whatever it was. And I think there's no shame in doing that either. Like, it's literally fine. You know, everyone's learning and they're together. Of course, some people have been going for a while some people, you know, just started, but really it shouldn't matter. It's kind of all about your journey and things like that. So I like how you Mm -hmm. mentioned um, that they're usually not eating enough and, you know, not having enough. I think that's so funny because I always have snacks like in my car (laughs) or if I'm commuting somewhere in my purse, like literally, I kid you not, you can look in like probably every bag and you will find like a protein bar or something because I am just not a nice person when I'm hungry. Like, you know how they have the Snickers commercial where it's like, you're not you when you're hungry, but they really I'm not. And so I'll always have snacks or I'll constantly be like snacking on something. And like, um, my mom and not really my brother, but my mom will always give me, she's like, Oh my God, you're always hungry, you're always eating something. And I'm like, Listen, you have to eat more to, like you have to fuel your body. You have to do in it's kind of a thing where it's like when you start working out, like you're already exerting so much energy, and you know, like you said, if you're focused on building muscle and you are starting to lift these heavier weights and things like that, like your body needs those carbs and those calories, and so it's funny when you see different like things, um, like the keto like diet and mm-hmm. all of that, and I think like. I don't know like in a short-term aspect I guess if you're really trying to lose some weight like I think it could definitely work but there's no way that's sustainable <laughs> like there's no way just because exactly. energy I just I don't understand but I think there's a lot of things that society kind of puts on women and teaches us and you know we have these different preconceived notions about food and our relationship with food and luckily I've never had to deal with anything extreme like an eating disorder things like that but that can definitely impact people too in their journey and make it that much harder so
1: um definitely and just and just to go off that like um what you mentioned earlier was going like doing like instagram workouts or or on youtube and and that is is great because i always recommend people like listen You don't have to go extreme. You don't have to do the craziest things. Just do something, right? But something that um, is not necessarily a mistake, but maybe something that people don't know is that for you to progress in a certain goal, doing random workouts isn't necessarily going to get you there. Like if you have a specific goal, you need to have a specific plan. So doing random workouts tends to get people very little results or take too long what I try to tell people is follow a plan and that plan means doing the same I don't know two to five workouts depending on your program depending on how much time you have to commit two to five workouts every week and repeat them for like anywhere from like eight to 12 weeks or you know everything's obviously different and personalized everybody is different but you gotta follow a plan. Like the, my workouts are almost boring because they're almost the same every time I work out. They change obviously with different blocks, but um, you know when I go in, I know what I'm gonna squat, and then I progress in my squat or any exercise. So a, a definitely a definitely common mistake is that people do random workouts all the time versus really following a plan. So I think that's something that Um, i also try to bring to people's attention it's like nope like for the next two months you're doing the same workouts until you get better or until um you plateau and then we change it
0: right i think that makes a lot of sense because and i think the appeal of having like the i guess random workouts and you know things that you can access like it's great if you you know structure them or you're working one part of your body this day and the next day is you know whatever but um, I think the appeal is like people don't want to commit to something. <laughs> and so it's mm-hmm. easier for them to just, you know, find some random thing and be like, okay, you know, if I do this, you know, three times, like I'll look like her. <laughs> it's just like so unrealistic. Yeah. I, d- I don't know. I think you have to kind of get past that. And you also have to honor your body and just kind of accept, you know, I think embrace, I guess everyone's built differently, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just. That's just how it is. you know some people are gonna have you know more muscle mass in this area than you know other people. I mean, I don't know, like I've always had bigger legs and so I just have very muscular legs and like at first I was like this is literally so annoying like growing <laughs> up because you can never find you know I mean this was before they were making like things for like curvy girls like curvy mm-hmm. girls, but it would still like not really fit <laughs> it just look weird. And so I was just like, oh my God, I feel so like terrible because I can't fit in this, you know, size of jeans. And I'm like, I don't weigh that much, you know, is that possible kind of thing? And so um, I was like, oh, so annoying. And then eventually you kind of obviously find jeans that you like and things like that. But I think I just kind of embraced it. And I was like, you know what? I'm grateful for my legs. You know, they've carried me through so much and just made me that much stronger. And I shouldn't be, you know, ashamed of the fact that they're not you know maybe as thin as some other person you know what I'm saying like I think mm-hmm. people do that a lot I'm just like no 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 oh, definitely everyone's different you can't you can't just kind of say that to yourself but I think too sure. like also hard um and I guess we didn't really talk about this but it just popped into my brain um one last thing before the next question but like
1: mm-hmm. with
0: um, in terms of weight and just like weighing yourself, I think this is always kind of tricky. And I've seen different um, scales that are out there that they're not just, you know, doing whatever your weight in pounds, it's like your muscle mass, your like, I don't even know, like all these different percentages. So I'm just mm-hmm. curious to know, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I've definitely weighed myself like after I started. But when I started working out how much I weighed and then afterwards, and I'm like, this has to be muscle mass because I, I mean, I feel like I'm that much stronger and I don't necessarily mm-hmm. feel like I've gained a bunch of weight, but then it, it's almost like a mental thing. So I Not just,
1: sure. yeah. <laughs> so, so with weight, there's, there's, I feel like there could be like a hundred things I could talk about right now with that. But the number one thing I try to tell people And again, it depends on your relationship with yourself is if you're going to weigh yourself, you have to use that as just strictly information and not create a good or bad relationship with that. Like you have to look at it and just look at that number and be like, okay, that number means that, you know, I'm getting closer. (sighs) See how do I want to explain them? Yeah, now? yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's like when you
0: first start out, and I think you, it's a good, like, indicator, right, because, you know, you want sure.
1: to see how much
0: progress you're making, and of course, there are other things, like, you could literally, you know, measure whatever your measurements are, and that can be another indicator, just to see, like, how many inches you lost off your waist, or, or something like that, but.
1: Exactly, uh, yeah. and there's, there's so many ways to, like, measure progress. There can be photos, it can be weight, it can be measuring yourself. It can be, it can be your clothing. It can be, you know, the people around you saying, oh, you know, you look this way or whatever the case may be. And the way I tell people, it's like, look at numbers as just numbers. It's just information. Create that relationship with yourself before you sort of judge yourself based off a number. And a number is like, your weight fluctuates anywhere from like two to eight pounds a day, depending on How much water you drank? Are you, you know, close to your period? What you ate that day? Um, did you work out yesterday? How much sleep did you get? Our weight fluctuates so much. You know, did you use the bathroom that day? All those things factor in to our weight. So we put way too much emphasis on that. Whereas, you know, I've told my clients before, I'm like, okay, if you looked a certain way that you were happy with, you know, for yourself, would the number matter? And they would be like, damn, like, I guess not. Like, it's not really about a number because I've had clients lose a lot of weight and they reach their goal number. And then all of a sudden they're like, mm, I don't really like the way I look still. Let's, you know, gain some more, let's gain muscle. Let's gain weight. Let's, you know what I mean? They, They kind of, they're stuck on this number and so many clients are, they're stuck on a number that even when they get there, they're like, oh it's not what I thought it was going to be you know what I mean so it's like who cares about the number use that as um, just information for your journey but look at other factors look at how you feel about yourself look at how you look in the mirror look at you know your relationship with yourself those are things that are so much more important than than how much we weigh and it's actually funny we're talking about this I just bought a scale like I haven't had a scale in years I just bought a scale because I saw a really cool one on Online uh, on some website, so I was like, you know what? Let me buy this. So and it just got in today, like literally an hour ago.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm still, I've seen some too. So you'll have to send me whichever one you got because I'm just curious. Um, I will. I will. I don't know. It's just weird. So I kind of stopped. There was a point where I was like, I'm just gonna stop waiting myself because literally this like doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I was like. Oh, yeah no I'm just going to rely on kind of other things and I think like you said it really is just a number and it's more about how you feel I think that's Mm -hmm. really important like you mentioned some people still were not impressed with the way that they looked and so I think it's it's
1: it's kind of both things combined in a way so exactly no definitely it's like you've kind of already mentioned there's a lot of like um there's a big mental aspect as well in terms of you know, the scale in terms of food, in terms of our body image, in terms of, you know, going to the gym itself, like there's a there's a big mental aspect in the fitness industry that people forget about. And they only think about numbers and working out and whatever, when there's a whole different side of it of recovery and, and, you know, emotional mental state, so many things. So it's, it's more than what it's more than just fitness, you know,
0: Definitely definitely so I feel like you offered quite a bit of um, just tips and advice you know especially if you're just starting out with working out especially since it's January and I feel like everyone is now you know going you know full mode on their goals um, which which Mm -hmm. I think is great but you start to see kind of this dip um, later on like in the next couple of months like I noticed at the gym you know so many people are signing up and now I'm okay it's going to be empty again soon you know because it was literally so crowded just from people um you know wanting to go after their goals things like that but do you have any other tidbits of advice just for anyone who's just starting
1: out Mm -hmm, for sure what i always always tell people is start small because what we do is you know we we set these big goals and then we don't reach them in the time frame that we want and then we give up i always try to tell people start small i every client i work with i'm like we're going to try to change one habit per week so the first one can be okay drink more water this week that's it once you complete that we're on step two because you got to go from one to two to three to four right you can't go zero to 100 so i always tell people start small and then let your efforts compound it's going to snowball, it's going to get bigger and better. But if you can't do the first step, what makes you think you can do step seven? You know what I mean? Um, And I think you already mentioned, like, don't compare yourself to anybody. Like, this is a you against you journey and lifestyle. Um, You're never going to look like anybody else. You can only compare yourself to your past self. And I think that's just a really big thing people need to, especially with social media, get it in your head that it's you versus you and not oh, I want to look like this person because guarantee that guarantee you that person doesn't even look like that person. There's a lot of angles and filters and whatever the case may be. Um, And I think a really big one is you will only fail if you quit. If you keep going, even if they have to restart every week, right? I told my clients, like if I train them Wednesday night and they're like, oh, I've already messed up this week. I'm like, okay, so tomorrow's new. It's Thursday. We're not waiting till Monday. We're starting the next day treat each day like it's brand new a fresh slate so even though you just maybe had like i don't know like 14 timbits to your face last night um i don't know i don't know if you guys even have have timbits maybe that's a canadian thing <laughs> but um if you had 14 timbits to your face last night start again the next day start with you know your green smoothie start with a cup of water start with a healthy breakfast you will only or you will only fail if you quit so just keep going no matter what
0: awesome yeah I think that's a great piece of advice because it's so easy for you to I guess like beat yourself up or like oh I just want to quit like I don't want to keep going but I think just moving forward is a really big step and like they say the hardest part is just getting to the gym versus the actual work. exactly oh definitely it, it sounds silly like first when I you know heard that I was like seriously like really like those workouts look so hard and then as you start getting into it you're like yeah I
1: definitely see what they mean
0: by that. It's, it's so true
1: for sure and I also think just one final thing is do things for your body and out of love and out of that you know, relationship you build with yourself. And if a lot of people are like, oh, I ate so bad, I need to go work out. It's Like, that's not a very good relationship for you to have with the gym and, you know, with yourself. It's like, do things because you want them, because you want to, because you feel good. You know, do it for the, the benefits and the positives versus like a punishment. So I think it's also just, again, getting that mental block or getting the right mindset of starting a journey yeah no for sure
0: and I, I think that's that's very true yeah because it's like you you know eat a piece of junk food and you're like oh my god everything that I just did like you know it's gone and it's like no 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 you know you, you as long as you don't get in the habit of doing those things I think it's okay and you have to learn how to reward yourself but in a healthy way and like a completely Mm -hmm. guilt-free I guess you could say way so there's more to talk about there but I'm going to move on to the next question which I think is going to be like our final thing and this is more for people who are I guess interested in becoming a personal trainer so what pieces of advice do you have for those people listening for sure
1: so like we kind of mentioned a bit earlier is a lot of people just you know do a weekend course and think they can be a trainer and you know thinks it's think it's so cool and they kind of do it for for the paycheck and to get paid where it's like you really got to care about people in this business like you need to care about your clients um, and just the people around you because that is I feel like the main focus of being a personal trainer like You literally have to be personable, but you also have to care about, like, persons. (laughs) So I think to start out, make sure that, you know, you really care about people and you're doing it for the right reasons. And invest in your education. Like, it's always changing. You always want to be learning and provide the best service for your clients. Um, So invest in yourself, invest in your craft. Um, You just got to stay updated. And you're gonna have to do a lot of free work in this business at the beginning, you know, because you have to build a reputation. You know, let's say you're working with a client, they pay you for the hour, but you still have work to do outside of that hour. You have to market yourself, you have to program for them, you have to, you know, follow up with them. They ask you questions on the weekend, you know, you have to create that relationship with them. I try to tell my clients, I'm like, this our relationship is kind of like a marriage, you know, like we're constantly checking in, we have to have two way communication you have to give me feedback. I'm learning from you as you're learning from me. Um, so it's not just about that, you know, paid hour or each client. There's a lot of work that you have to do outside of sessions that you have to be willing to do, which is why you have to actually care about it. Cause there's a lot of trainers that aren't willing to do that. And it's just a short-term thing for them. Um, and just, you know, be patient, enjoy the, the journey you know this is a journey for yourself as well not just for your client you're learning about other people you're learning about the industry you're learning you know constantly so you have to stay patient and if you're in it for the long haul like keep at it and just I don't even know how to end this but (laughs) no for sure I think yeah it's it's a tough it's a tough industry to be in for sure because there's there's so much, I used to say, um, there's so much, um, it's so saturated, like, everybody wants to be a trainer, Then that I would tell myself, I'm like, you know what, but everybody's not you, like, you have something to offer for um, your clients, and the people around you, so it's like, even though there might be thousands of trainers out there, like, be true to yourself, and do it for the right reasons, and the right clients will find you, and the right people will find you, and if you like I said if you love the job you're in it for the long haul and you'll enjoy it if you don't you'll quickly see I know a lot of trainers that have, that have fallen off and are like "Uh, oh, this isn't for me it's not all fun and amazing and you set your own hours and blah 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 like there, there's a lot that goes into it outside of you know paid sessions and Instagram posts <laughs> yeah definitely definitely
0: I think like you said and it's really similar for anyone who's doing anything with entrepreneurship I feel like you know you have to love it that much you know to be Mm -hmm. doing the work for free sometimes and just like trying to build your reputation build your portfolio you know making these connections with people is going to be really really important and that's what's going to set you apart from other people who are also trying to do that industry and like you mentioned you know some people fall off of it. And I've seen that too. Like I've seen people try to do, you know, apparel or clothing kind of like what we're doing. And, you know, you'll see it for a couple months and all of a sudden it's gone, like doesn't even exist kind of thing. So I think people, you know, get into it and then they start to realize like, oh wait, this isn't, you know, as easy as I thought it was going to be. And, you know, you just kind of, see, sure. you just see the highlights of things. Like I really try to do my best to show, behind the scenes with balkan bread and just even on like instagram stories things that i'm working on obviously i can't share you know every little thing but a lot of it is like i'm sitting behind my computer doing you know this like admin work and just different things with the website and things that you know are kind of boring to explain i guess on you know instagram and i'll just share of course the like prettier things and so i think that's really important to keep in mind if you're considering doing you know your own business or just working for yourself being self-employed that's really important that you have that drive within yourself because you know like you said you know there are a lot of other people out there doing it but there's only one person that's you and it's really really true and really important so to wrap up the episode i'm going to have all of your links in the show notes so like your website your instagram i think those are the two main handles but if you want to just shout them out right now so if anyone's listening they want to pull out their phone and just look you up
1: yeah absolutely so our website is womanwholifts.ca and our instagram page is at womanwholifts with two underscores. I will have everything
0: in the description and thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and thank you so much Maida for being here with us.
1: No thank you for having me. This is fun.
0: Awesome. So if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts definitely go ahead and leave us that five-star review. Let us know what you thought of the episode and If you're listening on Spotify, feel free to share this episode on your story. There's a tiny little button that says share, and it'll take you to Instagram stories. So I think that's it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in our next episode. Bye, everyone.